Hi friend, welcome to Valley and View. I'm Betsy and I'm so glad you're joining us for today's conversation. On this podcast, we're just a bunch of regular people living our regular lives, which happens to include shady dark valleys, but also some pretty spectacular views. So that's what we'll be talking about here. The lowest of lows, the highest of highs, and the lessons we've gleaned from the proverbial hike of life in hopes that it can encourage you along your proverbial hike as well. No matter where you are on your journey, we're glad you're joining us on ours. Before we get started, I do just want to drop a little disclaimer. The conversations you're about to hear are based on our personal experiences and relationships. We hope you hear something in these conversations that spark an idea, an emotion, or even breakthrough in some way. But please, do not take our words as gospel truth. That can only be found in one place. So let these conversations enter your hearts and minds, but let the Lord speak to you in ways that only He can. All right, you ready? Let's go. All right. Welcome to the pod, everyone. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I was not very excited. Is is our sound good, producer? Okay. Yeah, this is the first episode that we have a producer. Yes. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we would like to shout out our producer, Allison Elizabeth Hilton. Woo! Yeah. I wish you had the full board with the sound effects and you could have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you picking it up? You can hear yourself. I'm for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tonight. We are with Samson, Grace, and Emma, and Al as producer. She'll be in the background some. Um, <laughs> but welcome back to another episode of Valley and View. Um, let's just get started. What's everyone drinking tonight? Yes. Got some delicious gingerbread milkshakes. Gingerbread milkshakes. Homemade by Betsy. I wouldn't say homemade because I'm cleaning out my freezer. <laughs> and that's just what we had on hand. Milk and gingerbread ice cream from, what did I say? You know, mm-hmm. River Farms where my friend Hannah works. So shout nice. out to little B if you're a little ever listening. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm, you're, you're making me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Leah, her daughter, Hannah, because I've been on a gingerbread kick this year. It's okay. And also sorry for, uh, Moist milkshake. <laughs> Any smacking is not intentional. We probably shouldn't have said that because not everybody's going to hear. Um, but let's just get into it because I'm so excited that y'all are finally on the podcast because y'all are behind Reverend Peterson, probably number two, three, and four listeners. Yes. Yeah, Reverend yes. Peterson, number one yes. listener of the pod. Um, and let's just talk about how yeah. we all met because <laughs> yes. fun times, Wait. fun stories. Kind of a fun group. Yeah. Real fun group. Yeah. You want me to go first? I think you should because yeah. I, I feel yeah, like that's that feels yeah. your glue. Mm-hmm. I feel like I met you first, Samson. Mm-hmm. Probably the same. No I have no I have idea. No Maybe idea. Emma then Grace. But I think I knew Emma by association. Yeah. I like I knew she was your sister and then Grace from Cape. Anyways, <laughs> Samson. Okay. How did how did we get to know each other? Yes. So I'm Samson. <laughs> 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 I was in Allie, uh, Allie's high school classes, uh, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year. I was in yearbook with Samantha, and also Evan was around, yeah. the ones we had in the pod last On episode. On the last, yeah, last episode. Last episode? episode? Well, it might not be last episode. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. when this one. Why are you just separating? 
Oh, he was right. yeah, there was false information in the last podcast. Oh, <laughs> clarify. There was. Uh, Evan was not in our class with me and Samantha freshman year. He was in a different class, also with Allie, but not the yeah. same class. He was just physically in that classroom all the time? No, or? he was in my second block freshman yeah. year, and they were in my first block freshman year. Yes. And then sophomore year, him and Samantha and Jameson were all <laughs> in the same class. So that was the annoying Evan-Jameson combo, I was remembering. Yeah, the years okay. got mashed up. But Ev was not in their freshman class. He was in my freshman yeah. Okay, great clarification. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. the people <laughs> In case you were worried. Worried, <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, but yes, Allie was my teacher for all those years in yearbook and all the things. And through Allie, it's how I met Betsy. But my first memory of Betsy... I'm, I'm terrified yeah. of this. No, it's not bad. My first memory of Betsy, I don't know if it was like junior year. I was in yearbook and I talked to your, I guess it was elementary school class. On like Zoom. Really? Did you teach elementary school? Oh, yeah, yeah. In second yeah. grade. And you did the you and yeah. Samantha did the writing thing. Yeah, but I don't think Samantha actually showed up. Was Samantha there? I don't know. I don't know. We were doing writer's workshop. And yeah. I said, because I tried to give my kids like real life examples. I'm like, okay, well, when you're in high school, yeah. you might be in a yearbook class. And they're like, what's a yearbook? And so then we talked about that. And I'm yes. like, I have friends who make yearbooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? I was just trying to get a free 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But I remember that. I think that was like junior That's year. Funny. And I knew who you were because yeah. of Allie, of course, but then I didn't, I had never met you. And maybe I did, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. That's my first memory. Just my class. Just because the kids hyped me up about being able to write in a straight line. Oh, that's right. And my handwriting <laughs> but, is not yeah, worth being yeah. hyped oh, up. Oh, I remember them saying, <laughs> like, your handwriting is great. Yeah, I was hyping it up, too. But that's my first memory of Betsy. And then our fellow podcastees, Grace and Emma. <laughs> Emma's my sister. Yes. yes. And Grace is my girlfriend. Yes. yes. We all work at Camp One. Number one. No, number camp number one. one. Oh, yes. You're not as much of a listener as we think. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm just camp, kidding. Camp number one. We camp all work there and mm-hmm. uh, or have worked there. So, yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. 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 And, like, I, I grew up going to camp number one. Right. So, like, I was telling Allie in the car, like, I remember y'all, like, being on staff. I Which remember is, you as a senior hot camper. Yeah. I don't, I don't. My I staff ages and ages. Yes. Well, but y'all were just like around, and I thought y'all were really cool. Camp oh legends. My gosh. Yeah, y'all, are camp, y'all are such camp legends. Yeah, y'all are definitely camp legends. For sure. And that for sure. is how camp is different than the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Emma already said when we got here, she feels like she's meeting celebrities. It's <laughs> true. It's true. And I already know all of it. All of it still. And I met Betsy because I only ever went to camp one as a camper for senior high when I was 17. And I kn- knew Betsy by name, by story, Sue Sampson, but she was the camp pastor that week. And that's like how I really got to know, well, didn't really get to know her, but get to know her, who she is, you yeah, know? I remember after yeah. that, Emma talked a lot about your, like the journals oh, like, I and love the seasons. It. Uh, did you know that I did not want to be a camp pastor that week? I did once I, I listened to the podcast. We heard it on the pod. Yeah. yeah. You kind of yeah. said it that week. I <laughs> think I did because like yeah. Heather asked me that year in March and I just like was not in a good place. I'm like, uh, I mean, and you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, you can't, well, you can, but uh, I didn't say no. And so I was like, yeah, I was going to say, you don't tell Heather no, but I've told her no before. Um, she's very good at what she does. Um, but... Yeah, and, like, the next couple of months, I mean, honestly, probably until, like, the couple of weeks before camp. Like, I remember going, let's see, that would have, senior high would have been the week of the fourth? Week after, probably. Week after. Yeah, it, yeah because yeah. I went up, 
um, with some friends who are up in the mountains and I'm like, Hey, I just, they were going like whitewater paddling during the day. I'm like, I'm going to go just hang out at the cabin. I need to lock myself in and like do this. And I mean, I was up there like wrestling with the Lord. I'm like, what in the world am I going to do? Um, but then after that week, I, I'm sure I told Al, but like something happened like that, that whole week of being camp pastor was, I'm sure we'll talk wild. about it later, but mutually over here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We can get into that, but it's like something I told Al, like, I think I blacked out that week, but like, it was so much fun. And I just like, mm-hmm. I got so much out of Enjoyed it so much. So much. Yeah, you did. I was going to do it. I like was later. out for we'll confirm, later. but... Won't he win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Won't he will? Every time I say that, I just shout it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> Producer Allie. One day we'll be a, a high-budget podcast, and we'll have five mics, and you can be producer with a microphone. <laughs> I don't deserve a high-budget. <laughs> you don't deserve a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we ever said that last episode, but Allie broke... No, she didn't break it, but she was trying to be helpful. Dis- <laughs> oh no! She's That's trying to be helpful to one time we were recording a podcast. Trying to, helpful, yeah. trying to be helpful, and next thing I know, she goes, "Um, what do I do with all these pieces?" <laughs> and I was like, "Al, it should not be in that many pieces." And then so we, I'm not allowed to touch the new mics. But you did plug in the cords, and I appreciate that, Al. I appreciate it. We'll, we'll work our way up. We'll um, next time you can put the boom arm on. Ooh. Ooh. Just you can't take it apart. <laughs> you can put together and not take apart. Anyways, um, well, we just wanted, first of all, I wanted y'all on the podcast. And I texted Allie, I'm like, you think you could get Samson and make Grace and Emma? And she texted y'all in a group chat and put us in a group chat. Um, and also, Samson, you were, it, I cracked up that one time that you texted the Google number. I didn't and have I was your like, real number. <laughs> I've known you for years, but I didn't I have your real number. So <laughs> I got a message like, hey, it's Samson. I just got so tickled because it was like the Google numbers for people like I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, here's my real number, Samson. I just knew there was a number in the description. I didn't know where I to text. I love that you actually used it, though. Yeah. Um, you had, you had, well, <laughs> it was just, you had, like I said, that same week, I was like, man, that is a good podcast. Like, I don't even remember which one it was now. I, was I, had, I, I had gotten like a lot out of it. Hope. No, I think, uh, I think I remember it because I had sent it to you because I sat and listened to it and I was like, mm-hmm. I, I was like called out by that and one. Me, yeah. And she talked about it with me in our weekly Bible study. And then on the phone, with, on, the, on the phone with Emma. And she, then we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, she was telling me how good it was. And I had already was thinking like, man, that is really what I need to uh, hear right now. So then I was like, all my favorite people are being impacted like strongly by this podcast. So, so, so then I, so anyway, so then I messaged that just for some encouragement. But. No, that honestly though, like, won't he do it? Won't he will? Um, that message, I don't remember what I was going through that day. I don't, I just remember your message being very timely for me. God, um, God thing. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Um, but anyways, yeah, so y'all are just super fun people, and I'm so glad you're on the podcast, and you're going to be on many more because we already talked about, me and Samson are going to talk about dreams, <laughs> and me and Grace and Emma are going to talk about uh, the book of Ruth and Daniel, and anyways, tell yes. us about your weekly check-in. Uh, I love our weekly check-in. It's I actually so good. It. It's great. We do lots of chatting, and then lots of digging into the word and then lots of more chatting. <laughs> I love good. that. So y'all do like yeah. a FaceTime yeah. once a week? Yeah. So like beginning of the semester, I'm a comment just like, do you think we can just like 
talk once every week because we had been together all summer. Yeah. yeah. And then you know you leave, and then you don't yeah. see any, you don't I, see anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of got like convicted when I go to yeah. campus outreach at my school, and one night they had a someone a speaker come in at, and they were like, everyone needs to be mentoring someone and being mentored by someone. Wow. And yeah. I'm like, who do I trust enough to mm-hmm. do this with? And I'm mm-hmm. like, great. I love I, Grace. I could have cried. I'm not a crier for people. Oh, also, we're all in college. By <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are you? Wait, state your <laughs> name and age. Samson Booth. I am 22 years old. I am in grad school. I'm Grace, and I'm 19. And I'm a... Wait, you're 19? Yeah, I'm 19. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't think about it. I'm a very mature 19. Very mature 19. <laughs> I literally I know that had laugh. no I just idea. <laughs> was this summer your first summer on staff? Second. So you worked as like a... She's a counselor by summer. Shook right now. And you're only 22? <laughs> yeah. I'm a young I'm young for our grade. Evan and Samantha are both a ways older than me. I don't even want to know how old you are, Emma. Cause you're I'm Emma and I'm 19. <laughs> oh, don't, you're also 19. Yeah. Don't think about it too much once again. <laughs> Uh, also, the fact that two of y'all were Allie's former students and... No, no just me. Oh, yeah. you weren't? She's gone. Yeah, oh. I was in eighth grade. Yeah. Whoa. I'd like to think yeah, Allie was my teacher. But honestly, in real life, y'all, I guess maybe we just, like, y'all feel like my age. That's what age Allie is says. just a so number. One day, I was eating with Allie and she was telling me about, she said that... What am I saying? She was telling me about one of her friends in high school, and she was like, I legitimately was thinking you were in school with me for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and we were... <laughs> Just a small difference in age. Wow. Yeah, keep your mouth shut, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all y'all are in college, worked at camp number one. That's mostly how we know each other. Mm. Also, Allie kind of connected. Love her. Samson and then the rest. But, you know, and Allie's over here, producer weeping. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we were talking about, like, you know, age and then, like, me and Grace's whole thing. We, on our weekly chats, we have d- joked how, like, we're y'all, but just younger, like many. Oh, <laughs> y'all both, y'all both, y'all have your little podcast, and y'all worked at camp number one, and you yeah. went into educationy things, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. Heck yeah! Oh my god, <laughs> do we know each other at nineteen now? Yeah, that was technically. Yeah. Oh, okay. We really looked up to y'all in that way because like staying into the future, you know. Yeah, I love that. And I love y'all's weekly little check-in. So y'all are just reading books of the Bible mm-hmm. and then talking about it. Yeah. That's what me and Mallory did for a little bit. And it was like the best thing, like yeah. every week. The first, like, I'd say like 30 minutes to an hour is just like, how was your week? Yeah. You know, up. like catch up. And then, it, I mean, a lot of the time, sometimes we stay on topic. Sometimes, you know, know, takes us to other uh, places, but it's a, it's always all over good. place. Yeah. Great places. So you just yeah. finished Ruth. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. me what's the number one thing you learned from Ruth. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a hot seat question. <laughs> Probably. While they're thinking, I'll just say, <laughs> Emma, Emma called me during, like, I had to leave camp number one early this summer. I know, the week before I came. Yeah, the week before Betsy was there. But I, uh, Emma called me after the summer and she was back at school and everything. She's like, do you think if I asked Grace to be in a Bible study, she'd say yes? I'm like, yes, she would absolutely oh love it. I'm gosh. sure, you know. And then since then, yeah, they they kill me. They they do their thing, and it is mm-hmm. pretty precious. It's pretty great. Precious. I think for me, the number one thing I learned is just like that God is faithful. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a real story of like Him being faithful yeah. in a lot of different ways. 
And like, it's also a big, I feel like trust, mm-hmm. big message of trust. That's what I was going to say. That, yeah. Just like trust and God's going to put you where he wants you to be to work out his plans, even if you don't know his God's Say that, girl. So mm-hmm. Wait, I want to be on y'all's weekly calls. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom me in. That, wait, that was an old people, y'all FaceTime probably. That was an old people thing to say. Sorry. Um, well, we, I just love talking like with all kinds of people about all kinds of things, but like specifically y'all and your experience with camp and like the way that y'all communicate with each other and your own personal journeys. And so I just have some like random questions for you tonight that we just want to hear because me and Stephanie were talking a couple weeks ago about and really it was Stephanie that said it but it really stuck with me and like it's something that I guess I've known but didn't really think about it until she said but she was like your your story a lot of times speaks a lot louder than speaking to somebody directly about Jesus or the gospel or whatever and um, she was talking about how like if you Um, I think her example was like, if you are someone who has been sexually abused, like your story is going to reach someone else who has been through that awful thing. And like that evil thing has happened to them rather than someone who hasn't gone through that thing. And so I don't know her just saying that like really, I've been thinking about a lot the past few weeks. So tell us about kind of your, maybe a mini version of your faith journey or of the story, like your story, I guess with faith. And the, the likes. Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're all looking gentlemen, at you. Gentlemen yeah. first. Oh, gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen first. Yeah. Today. <laughs> today. Today. Just today. Okay. Just today. Well, faith-wise, I started. Like, we've always like Ali said before. The way she words is like she's always known. Oh God. yeah, we need to let people know you and Emma are Baptist, and we were riding <laughs> y'all hard on that one episode. Yeah. <laughs> Next time a Methodist, a Quaker, and a Catholic walk into a bar, there'll They're be Baptists good. in the room. <laughs> <laughs> they'll run into a Baptist. Yeah. So we're halfway there with our joke. Okay, good. Keep yeah. going. Anyway, so yeah, we've always, uh, I'm not going to speak for me, Anima, but I've, I've always known, like, known God. We've always been in the church. Parents, super active, Sunday school teachers, youth leaders, all uh, things. So we go to a small Southern Baptist church, pretty classic yeah not, not independent baptist i feel like we're talking <laughs> that, a little more than independent so, yeah. but that's okay the uh but anyway so growing up every pretty much every sunday morning sunday night wednesday night like we were we were at church a service or some sort of i think we mentioned awanas the other week awanas yeah great we were in that our whole lives yep. um yeah so for me always being around it i know you talked about the defining moment the other week like that like moment of like salvation moment mm-hmm. for me i'd say it was like when i was younger like i was at a this is super cool. Mini God thing here. But uh, like God I, doesn't do mini. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I was at, my parents were the youth leaders, so I was too young to be in youth, but I would just like tag along. Mm-hmm. And one of the speakers, and I had like a clear, definite like, oh my gosh, like this yeah. is the Holy Spirit talking to me moment, mm-hmm. which super grateful I got that at a young age. Because of that, I think that saved me from a whole lot of different trouble down right. the road. But um, they actually, this is sidebar, but the speaker who was speaking then when I was young, the... Uh, Later on in life, I went on a missions trip to Peru, and he ran the place in Peru, and then I got to lead a, a, a different kid to Christ, and he was a translator for me, and he was one speaking when I got saved. Oh it was my gosh! Whole God thing. That's so but, cool. But um, anyway, so grew grew up in like a small Southern Baptist church, and definitely I would say is like as good of a place to be for like a foundation mm-hmm. in the in the Word. And for like just knowing the ins and outs of the Bible as you could get, really. Um, yeah, I think 
but like I said, like any, I guess, small church, you're just not being exposed to a lot. Mm-hmm. There was definitely, there's definitely some things that you didn't experience there. And I think high school, really Allie in high school, she got me, she talked me into volunteering <laughs> at camp number one. Uh-huh. And then I ended up working at camp number one. And that was really my first experience of like other denominations at all, yeah. really, other than just Baptist, I think. And that was a fantastic experience. And that really started, I think we went to another church. Can you say names of churches? Can I do that? If you oh. want to. We went to another non-denom church. <laughs> non-denom. On mon- oh, okay. Yeah, on Monday nights. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did yes. Mondays. Yeah, they did mm-hmm. Mondays then. And that was cool too, just a different experience for, mm-hmm. for me. And uh, that whole season taught me a lot of just like all the ways God works. Like mm-hmm. not just, this obviously is not one right path. And that really broadened me up a lot that was that was really really good yeah and then camp one I mean camp number one <laughs> taught me so many things of the year you know and introduced me to a lot of different people and things and again yeah. ways God works that that was a big like stepping stone moment in my faith for sure uh, and then in college and then mission trips also that yeah. in high school that was game changing too actually getting to like be a part of Act, people like longing for the gospel, longing yeah. to hear something. Like that was like at, at that age, it almost is like it, like you're actively making that choice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like growing yeah. up in church, like my parents were like, "Get your clothes on, we're going." But yeah, and yeah. that's what we always say about the kids at camp too. Like once you get to those older ages, like they're there yeah, because they want to be there. And that's when you can really dive mm-hmm. into deeper stuff. Yeah, and that age, I think, like I said, that's where you. I knew I had a great foundational knowledge, and I still think I get I gained so much from. Uh, my church here when I come back home, but mm-hmm. you also get so much from the real world experiences yeah. in other churches too. For sure. And then in college, I got into uh, a couple other churches that were pretty great and learned a lot there. And I was the biggest, I guess, uh, like f- just overall faith moment thing. It's just when I got saved when I was younger, it's not like this life shattering, like something crazy happened, yeah. testimony awful, you know, and then, but it was just like God has kept me from so much and that's like yeah such such an amazing thing but yeah now I you know go to church <laughs> school I'm in a bible study group with some friends from school once a week and yeah it's going pretty good but that's me I love that yeah yeah I think like talking to Samson Emma I I've always grown up like knowing who God is we always went to church but my family didn't go to the church to church in the way that like their family Mm-hmm. goes to church like it was very much we were I get I feel like we were church hoppers you know mm-hmm. like we would be at a church maybe like a couple years and then you know maybe we didn't mom didn't like that part switch yeah. it up it wasn't super consistent so I never had like a I was never in a consistent youth group I never like I was also a super shy kid mm-hmm. so going to church was really stressful for me yeah. growing up I didn't really like enjoy the process because I had to talk to people. People would ask me questions and that was just like not my thing. You know, they would like send you to kids church and I was like, this is not for me. I don't know these kids. Like it was just never super enjoyable for me. So I I definitely know for me, like my big like first time like feeling God and like feeling the spirit was when I was like sent to camp one for Mm -hmm. the first time. Because, and we were talking about this in the car earlier too, I was, my mom was so nervous to send me to camp. Oh, she really? She was terrified. I was first kid, you know, yeah. super shy kid. Like, she went to and, like, talked to the director, like, yeah. before I even went because she was so nervous about me going and me being so homesick. And I went and I just, like, 
came out of my shell and I had the yeah. best time ever. How old were you? When you first I met? think I was, I think I was eight. Okay. I think I was eight. I was like, like eight to 10, young. like yeah. very young. And like that, like, I remember like I would go to church like during the year and then I would like kind of like feel nothing. And then I would go to camp and I'd be like, feel it. I'd be like, this is like, like that is God because mm-hmm. it's so genuine and it was so authentic. And I was with people that I felt like I could be myself around. It was just great. Yeah. And so like, it was never a question like whether I wanted to work there or not. It was like always like, that was like my consistent like faith. And that's mm-hmm. like where I found like, I feel like the, my people that I felt comfortable talking um, about God about. Yeah. Cause I, that just wasn't something that I had. I had my family, but it wasn't like, I felt comfortable like in a church setting doing that as much. So I would say like camp was like, my big like place where I felt the spirit and then getting the opportunity to like go back I did not in any way feel like I was like worthy enough to that I was like I don't have as much knowledge as a lot of people do like I had learned a lot and you know I've kept like going to camp inspired me to like read the bible and like really like mm-hmm. dive into things for myself like motivate you. it, it yeah. was very motivational but I still didn't feel like I had like as much knowledge as like like y'all would have coming mm-hmm. in and stuff like that so, like, I remember, like, the, f- the week before I went, I was like, I cannot do this. Like, I'm not, I can't do this. I'm not qualified. And I think it's just so cool that, like, God could even, like, speak through me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've learned just so much through working there and being around those people. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cool. And now, like, I see God in everything. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like I actively want to seek him, even if I'm not, like, it's not been, like, super foundational in the way like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that makes sense yeah. yeah and what I love about like I mean well I'll let Emma share first and then I'll say something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right Baptist okay. <laughs> <laughs> mine's pretty s- similar in the beginning we got like I got saved when I was really young and I like really young so I remember the choice of doing so mm-hmm. and I think but something about not having that big like salvation moment I think kind of affected me for mm-hmm. for a while because like I totally agree that getting saved so young like I I did not get in, I was protected from a lot of things you mm-hmm. know and I didn't get into a lot of things but like I think I struggled for a lot of my a lot of my middle school a lot mm-hmm. of my early high school the difference between like belief and faith but like actual relationship so like mm-hmm. and I uh, I had a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and a lot of not very, not very being very trusting. I still yeah. mm-hmm. not very trusting. I'm working on it. We're working yeah. on it. Hey, yeah. let's, start a, but, uh, let's start a club. <laughs> too. Yeah. And uh, so, and then during COVID and everything. So like mm-hmm. very anxious, but like having the biblical knowledge to like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. how do you work with that? Yeah. You, yeah. you work on becoming closer to Christ. You read your Bible every day, but just like not fulfilling that, not following through. Mm-hmm. So like just like constant tr- struggle for that for a little while. Yeah. And which wasn't great, but which wasn't great, but like in the last, I would say two years, a lot, lots of progress, lots of change. All, in my opinion, it's really surrounding around camp number one. Yeah. And this is obviously we're gonna get into it later. Like going to camp that week, I volunteered at camp number one for the first time because Peter Sampson peer pressured me into it. <laughs> yeah, the, I had done. I think everybody was peer pressured into yeah. some version of camp at some point. Okay? I yeah. I had done the volunteer like. I did lots and lots of working in the church and volunteering with kids. So it wasn't like I was inexperienced, but mm-hmm. I didn't very nervous going to that. And then that was really well. And I loved it. 
And then the very next week they had a camp after their midsummer break, it was senior high. And I remember being so nervous going to senior high. But like, this is what I was gonna say earlier, what you taught about that week was exactly what I needed to hear. Oh man. Or like you were talking, I just remember your demonstration. I have a horrible memory. So, but, Same. but <laughs> we need to start a club with that <laughs> I just remember you talked about we're out of Ecclesiastes 3 mm-hmm. and it's all about seasons and how no matter, and you had to, a plate demonstration of how mm-hmm. God takes broken things and he broken plates and he makes it a beautiful plate mm-hmm. and he makes everything beautiful in its own season mm-hmm. and you'll break again and he'll do it again. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, like, man, that's, that hit home. And it was like, I just remember after that week being like, okay, address you I'm pretty self-aware I, I claim that I'm pretty self-aware like yeah. you know you have these issues and you kind of know the solution but <laughs> address them like address it and then yeah. I kind of slipped back in my usual things that year but then um, I was in high school last year so that was a big senior year a big year of change for everyone in my family and I was like I was like so nervous going to that year and God has used that year to teach me about trust mm-hmm. and work on the things I always had troubles with and he just repeatedly repeatedly just like sh- like showed up and said okay look what I've been doing mm-hmm. and like I wouldn't be thinking about him I wouldn't be following through the way I promised I myself I'd start to be following through with reading the word and stuff and yet he'd show up and be like I'm working things out for you mm-hmm. and then as I got closer to applying to work at camp number one I was like after volunteering and going, I'm like, I'm pretty, I knew that's what he wanted for me. Mm-hmm. And I was really nervous because I didn't feel very qualified. Yeah. Even, Grace talked about that. But even though I kind of had the qualifications, but yeah. like still didn't feel very qualified. But, mm-hmm. um, but I just knew, I liked some of those things where I knew he wanted me to do that and I knew it would be good for me. And I was like, okay, follow through. I applied, I sent in my application on the very last day with <laughs> at like 11 p.m. Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. Classic. And yeah. And I'm just like, trust, I'm like, trust mm-hmm. God. See how this goes because I don't got anything else to do. And I know that I could spend my summer doing a whole lot more less productive, not good things, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So, and went into those spring staff trainings, like, trust God. See how this goes. I remember. Most weeks when I was working over the summer, then really every weekend before in the staff staff trainings in the spring, I was like my whole car ride to camp, praying out loud because I when I'm by myself I think out loud, yeah. and so then praying out loud in my car, being like, I'm so afraid of this, I'm so nervous about this, you handle this because I can't, yeah. and worked out worked out beautifully, yeah. and then uh, then the got to spring, got to actual staff training, moving day, and I was. So nervous again and do it again. And then we had someone come to us during staff and like did a Vespers or a me devotion or whatever. And it was, you know, y'all talked about this before. Like you pick a word, pick yeah. a word that's going to be the season. And my like word is dress. my word is dress. Okay. Mm-hmm. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> my word was trust. Cause I'm like, that's yeah. all I need. That's all I'm focusing on. Cause I'm just so nervous about everything. And my word was trust. And I kept that in my Bible and I looked at that so much of the summer and that just defined it and then all summer long I just like was trusting God seeing how it was going and then like he just kept just kept showing up just mm-hmm. kept showing like look how I'm working things out for you look how everything's going great look how I'm supplying all your worries and mm-hmm. really that's just helped me 
grow so much. Mm. And then I week after camp ended, I had to move in the school, and I was by myself, 250 miles away, and I just got plucked out of a community I, I loved yeah. and into being by myself. And I was like, okay, I don't have anything here. I need some. I know the only thing I can actually rely on. I've been work, and I like grew my trust in God so much over the summer. So I'm like, okay, I could turn to a lot of things in this moment, but I want to turn to God mm. and. Just really, that was all I had for like a month. For a month, it was just me and doing what I could and trusting God and praying and getting into stuff. And eventually, like all my worries, he just worked out, you know? Mm -hmm. And I still have a lot of the same struggles, and I'm pretty aware of them. That's pretty (laughs) sure. That's great, though, to be aware. Yeah. Yeah, and but more on the like, I'm very more hopeful now. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I've, I've seen him fix me out of it before. And keep working on it. Just keep mm-hmm. trusting. So that's where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, uh, I didn't, me and Grace met at camp number one. So mm-hmm. we, I didn't know how her going in, but knowing her, the you know, feeling a little insecurity, things are like, that makes sense. And Emma, I know she was nervous as could be, but I think both of them are just perfect examples of like what happens when we actually just like submit open arms, let God take mm-hmm. it. Like a lot of times we talk about it, but then we don't do it. And like, just I could get choked up talking about that. but uh, <laughs> that's like the third talk that you always cried. Which is not normal for me if you don't know me. But the, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but just Oh, you know what happened when Allie prayed about Christian sandpaper heart? No. It turned to it turned to gay. Uh, but and yeah, she'd be doing that. But but both of them though, just seeing like how many like young like girls they've impacted mm-hmm. and have like look up to them or even just seeing like like them in their weekly thing talking to each other and just how God is working through them. Mm-hmm. Like for me, who's somebody who loves both of them, it's just like such a heart feeling warm thing. It's just God is so amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. Proud. <laughs> <laughs> Allie's welly. Imagine that. are <laughs> just like the sweetest people ever, but like across your journeys and stories, like to me, a couple of things stand out. Like number one, like God is faithful and, it doesn't, like Samson, you talked about, you know, going to different churches all throughout your life. And Grace, it was camp for you. And like, Grace, you had your communities and your things. And like, I think a lot of times we get in the mindset like, oh, we have to go to church to be close to God. And like, mm-hmm. like we know that's not true. We know that he's with us. We know that he's everywhere at all times. But it's so cool that he like, shows up in these other places Mm -hmm. and like he meets you where you're at and where you need him. And like, he's not a God that just stays in church buildings or wherever. Like he is with you when you go to college 250 miles away. And when you're feeling insecure about working at camp and when you're in your PA classes and like all these things and he's with you in the prayer closet and (laughs) wherever in the car, praying out loud, all these things. And so that, that's what I heard across those stories. And then also, this is just a plug for camp because yeah, I will never yes. Sponsor because us, camp, camp number one. Yeah. <laughs> At least two of my tearing up. Yes, exactly. Because obviously we, we talk about camp a lot and camp has had an impact on all of us. Um, and not, I mean, text the, text the number if you want to know what camp number one is. And <laughs> yeah. if you want to send your kids there, you go yourself or volunteer. Um, but I think just like camp in general is... Um, just like great experiences for kids and like you learn a lot about yourself, whether that is in like a Christian based camp or not like camp just really throws you Mm -hmm. into it and just 
just it, forced to get away. So you yeah. have to think, you have to see what actually matters and things. Yeah. yeah. Meet people, social interact, skills, yeah. learn about yourself, interact, build community. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of camp and <laughs> go we'll camp. support it. Go, yeah. go, go camp. camp. <laughs> yeah. I like what Christian, Christian said something at our closing campfire. He was like, at camp, you, you're kind of like living the way that like, it's almost like you're living the way yes. that God has designed us to live because you wake up. The first thing you do is like, yep. you're praising the Lord. Like mm-hmm. that's the first thing you do when you wake up and you get, you squeeze every single ounce out yeah. of every single day. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no way you would make it through a camp day without like fully, like just leaning <laughs> on God. Like yeah. we wouldn't be able to do what we did, like without like him giving us the strength to do it. Right. So, oh, Lord, yes. you know, I just think, you just see him so much there. Well, and like the distractions are away. Like yes, yes. In, in your, we call it the camp bubble. You don't really have your phone. A beautiful You're bubble. not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, that comes up like every week on me and Grace's podcast. Yeah, we're like camp on your so podcast. Great. On our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> it doesn't exist. I'm gonna it's just Amazon Prime y'all some mics, and next time you meet on your little weekly call, it'll be a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, producer Al. Okay. Okay. Shout our producer once yeah. again. Um, <laughs> Everything is Alex's fault. Oh gosh. Okay. So, anyways, let's. Um, I do want to ask you who is like in your whole faith journey and everything so far. Who is one person that has had like a? It doesn't have to be like the biggest impact on your faith, but like a big impact because I think we all have those people. Like I could list probably three right now yeah. who have, it's like, Oh, for sure would not know the things that I know, be where I'm at or whatever. If I had not had this person in my life, either for a season or still have them in my life. But is there anybody in your life? Yeah. So for me, obviously, like, like you said, there's a ton of people I can mm-hmm. name. And my dad's one of the first ones that comes to mind because especially now it can be hard to see like good, like, Men of God living a man of God life. Say that, Samson. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, so he's a great one. But I'm gonna give old Al a shout out, oh, just because. Shall <laughs> <laughs> Mostly for what I was talking about uh, a little bit ago, though, because she, she was like in that high school like, instrumental phase a lot. Of one, what does somebody look like who's like every day? I mean, I'm sure it doesn't feel like every day sometimes, but like every day mm-hmm. you're living a life for Christ in some way and you're impacting so many people and caring for so many people and sharing love to so many people. But uh, also just exposing me and making me do like camp one and ex- literally making me honestly and then expose it, just exposing me to so like so much more God has to offer. Like I'm like I was trying to put God in a little box. Like he can mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. when in reality, the girls were telling me I talk with my hands and now I'm making a box. So it's like, <laughs> I, guess, I was trying to put God in a box and it's like, like there is no box. He's just mm-hmm. that powerful. But a lot of, a lot of that was because of Allie. So I, and yeah, and all the connections that's come from that also has been, you know, shaped me a lot into the man I am today. And I'm very thankful <laughs> for that to keep it short. Sweet. So sweet. You good Al? <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, you sent out that question. I mean, the first person that came to my mind was just my mom. Because mm-hmm. she, when whenever I, like, think about my family, I was, like, like me and my mom are just, like, we're like this. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're, like, two peas in a pod. Like, we, when I think about, like, who, like, kind of ran our house growing up, like, it was me and my mom. Like, we were kind of, like, in it together a little bit. And so we've kind of just supported each other through everything. And she's always supported me. And even though we were a little, like, 
church hoppy. You know, she always like stressed how important it was to have God in your life. And she's always had that. And so even when things were really rocky, we've been through some pretty deep valleys together. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's always been there for me. And like, I could talk to my mom about like absolutely anything, like never had like that weird, like, oh, I hate my mom, like angsty teenage girl thing. Like it was always like, no, my mom is like one of my best friends, like Mm -hmm. in the world. And like, she's never given me terrible advice. (laughs) You know, she always tries her best and is always just like showing me how important it is to, you know, have a close relationship. And I've seen God work in many ways in her life. And so, yeah, definitely mine. Shout out Jenny. Shout out Jenny. She's the Ooh. best. And she, she also helps at camp number one in the infirmary. So a big <laughs> shout out for her. Like a, call at camp. <laughs> well, a lot of people do. Camp a lot life. of people do. <laughs> well, the first person to come to Maya is major influences, obviously. Well, probably not obviously, but Samson. <laughs> I just, Grace knows one of my favorite things to talk about is like God's continuous faithfulness and how looking back in my life, I'm like, strings my friends probably get tired of me talking about our weekly bible studies because like (laughs) strings of and strings of how god has brought people together to to reach like individuals Mm -hmm. it's like you might not know it but even if no one else was affected by your camp pastoring that week it was me Mm -hmm. you know and it got me to where i was i am and like same thing with samson and ali like Allie hasn't been affecting Samson. Then Samson mm-hmm. would have been affecting me in this way. And, like, mm-hmm. he's, like, really modeled for me my entire life, like, what it looks like to have a relationship with God outside of the way the ways I knew it from my parents. Mm-hmm. Like, what it looks like to do stuff outside of just church or to, like, go to college and continue to have faith and show your faith mm-hmm. and grow your faith. And then, like, doing things like working at camp and all those things. And then even at camp, like okay, this is how you do a Vespers. This mm-hmm. is how you do a morning prayer. It's like major role model. And I just remember well, before, like last two years, he said, we were walking down the beach one night and he said, the key to life, the, the key to everything is intentionality. Intentionality is the key to everything. And that's it. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and like, and everything you do, if you're intentional about it, it'll be, but especially your relationship with God, then it'll work out. Mm-hmm. And I like that stuck with me. And so put in like tried to put into practice. And even when I wasn't put into practice, you know, it was there in the back yeah. of my head. It's like so he's always who I've looked to. Like okay, this is what a faithful person looks like. Yeah. So thanks, Emily. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Alex, not well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is. I did not. Try to breathe, I'm wheezing. <laughs> oh, producer Al is going down. Oh, um, no, I have to say, it has been so. Oh, my, I won't say it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, talk, Alex. Talk, Alex. Talking to Emma's mic. <clears throat> I promise, y'all, I know you're so tired of me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I have. 
have been sitting over here the whole entire time with tears in my eyes because obviously, well, technically, I technically knew Grace before I knew anyone because Grace's mom was my cousin's best friend, and so her mom was <laughs> around. Off County thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, her mom. Grace's Thanks for bringing mom, life. <laughs> shout out Jenny was around hanging out with my cousin Holly when Holly would babysit us sometimes. So like I always knew. Je- Anyways, connections <laughs> there. So technically, like I knew who Grace was before I knew who Samson was. Well, obviously, I've known Samson on a deeper level for the longest. and Nine years. We realized that today. Yes. And I, y'all have heard me talk about teenagers. They're not teenagers anymore, but like teaching and that kind of core group of people. And Samson was obviously in that. And my, I just have such a heart for them. I'm obsessed with all of them. But Samson's has been really cool because he did get involved with camp number one, which is like, if I'm obsessed with teenagers, like I'm equally as obsessed with camp number one. And so it was just this meshing of all of these things that I love so much. And sitting here over here in the corner where I'm not supposed to be talking and somehow now the <laughs> mic is in front of me. I'm sorry. Um, I have just been watching as Samson is lovingly watching his sister and his girlfriend who are both so wonderful and lovely talk about the Lord and not even fully grasp how he's impacted that in the way that they understand who God is so much. And then when he's talking about it, they're just lovingly and adoringly looking at him. And I'm just looking at everyone in the corner, like God is so good. And I'm just like a mess. And it is so dramatic. Shocker to anyone out there listening, which half of us are in this room. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> hey Mallory. No, it is. It is. I'm just kidding. What up, Case? No, I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. But no, genuinely, it is just, it has been so beautiful. And it, I am, I am a crier. And I am also, would never deny that I'm dramatic. But um, it is really beautiful. And it also is so genuine coming from all three of you. And so it's just. Mm-hmm. I'm just really grateful I'm getting to be in the room and I wish that everyone who's listening out here could see it and feel it because it is, it's just one of the most authentic conversations that I've been a part of on the podcast yet. And y'all know there's been a lot of them. Um, I don't know. Just been a lot of proof of who he is and how good he is and his faithfulness. And also shout out to y'all. Like mm-hmm. I know we mentioned it earlier, but y'all are all so young and already have this yes grasp and understanding, not of all of it. And you never are going to, Mm-mm but of the heart of it and you're leaning into that and you're learning so much in that. And it is just so evident watching y'all it's all day long. I've gotten to hang out with them all day, but especially since we've been sitting here having these intentional questions and conversations. So just shout out and I have to recognize it. And it is, my heart is literally swelling, like just watching y'all's interaction with so much love and care and all of that obviously stemming from the Lord. And I'm swinging the mic back and I, well, I won't swing it hard. Sorry. And then I will just be on the sidelines. Thanks, Ali. Thanks, producer Al. Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> I said, I think I already said it once, but literally y'all are like the three sweetest people ever. But also it's I would agree. Al- no, it is. It, it so is. <laughs> but haters. <laughs> <laughs> I would also say, Al, this is one of the... Uh, what did you say messiest podcast or whatever or true genuine conversations but like not chaotic as they usually are this is not chaotic at all but we're i didn't say that the way you just said it not chaotic no no, no but you said some, you said something like we're, we're all a mess, mess right now oh. but not the typical mess this is like a good mess a good yeah 
Um, Ugh, we're a structured mess. A structured <laughs> mess. mess. But uh, Emma, you were saying something about, I think you said like strings or something. Oh. I think it's the way you referred to it. Yeah. But like, and as you were talking about that, I was just thinking of like, you never know what your little teeny action mm-hmm. might affect someone else, which mm-hmm. then affects someone else. And it's just like a ripple effect of all these little teeny random things that you don't think twice about. Like, I'm sure Al didn't think, I mean, actually I do know that <laughs> you're hard. Like you're very intentional with Samson, but like also in the other little day to day things as his teacher and friend, like mm-hmm. I'm sure it was just being his teacher and friend, but obviously probably had an impact, which in turn, you know, trickled on down. So mm-hmm. I actually have an example, uh, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple weeks ago, well, after a very good um, FaceTime with Grace, where we talked about all the things we talked about, me and my friends, we talked about relationships a lot. No, yeah. Me and my friends, never, none of us have ever been in a relationship. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> romantic yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, we talked a lot about what a godly yeah. relationship looks like. And we were having a conversation at Starbucks, and, and we were like, um, do you think the guys our age pray for the future wives because we me and grace had discussed it after yeah. i heard y'all talking about that type stuff on this podcast yeah and so we were like you know what well, i can call my brother we can ask <laughs> you know and we did and he said yeah but probably only because of Allie. Uh, and oh god oh god this is a yeah. full of sh- strings you know uh, yeah you can't be really exposing me to the world emma no, that <laughs> Samson. That's precious. That is, you want that to be exposed to the world. Yeah. Does that make you feel insecure? No, a little uncomfy, but uncomfy. That's okay. Just a little bit for praying for your future wife. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. I was like, uh, I always have. <laughs> I know. I know. We no. I think. But as women of God, we're yeah. like, come yeah. on, brother. I think. Uh, I do think. Alex, I think one time, like sophomore year. No, it was junior year. Because you're talking to me and Ev. Uh, shout out, to Evan. Last podcast. You're talking to me and Ev, and you're talking. And you were talking to us about, I don't even know how it came up. You just asked us if we did, and I have no idea. All I remember is you you talked about the idea. So then, pretty much since then, since junior year, I was like, okay. So aside from like whoever I was dating at the time or anything like that, separately from praying for them, just pray for my future wife and like what she'll look like and that she's following God or that God's working in her life and preparing her to be a, you know, a family, God-centered woman of God. Love gig, that. Gig. Good intention. Good good intention gal. A wag. A gig. A gig. Wait, what is a gig? Good intention gal. Or good intention guy. It can go both ways. Oh. Yeah, I like gig. I like gigs. Can I like gigs. No. All I know is mo- mogs and wogs. Mm-hmm. Man of God, woman of God. That was our generation. Shout out to Tiff. Um, so do you, what do you pray for when you pray for your future? I mean, you just like mentioned a few things. Yeah, but like, that. Can I ask you like a... Personal question. <laughs> you can ask me. Do you pray for? No, I'm not going to ask you that. Never mind. You can. Do you pray for your future wife and Grace separately? Yeah. Okay. Like, that's how. I've, that's just what I'm like. Obviously, being like, Grace, a year and a half in, I feel. Right, like, yeah. I mean, like I'm expecting. Obviously, we're dating with intention to be right. my future wife. Yeah, yeah. But just separately, and I don't know. That's just how I've always done it. Through whoever I was dating, you know, all the things. It's praying for future wife and that God's working in her. Yeah. And praying for grace. Yeah. So we've been praying for your future wife is more of like 
character yeah, woman kind of, who got yeah, like who, who that. that person like yeah. what they reflect yeah and then basically. like with grace is obviously yeah. more intentional with yeah as we're getting things that she's going through yeah. yeah as we're getting a little further into our relationship too i mean yeah it's definitely merging but yeah, yeah. he yeah. also <laughs> made <laughs> this needs to be a video podcast for so many reasons Oh, yeah, yeah. Mostly for this. <laughs> I must also say he also explained that on the phone call because he was with Grace and a Bojangles um, drive-through when I called him oh and asked. Oh my god! <laughs> cookout, cookout drive, cookout oh, drive-through. Cookout drive-through. We're getting milkshakes. Uh-huh. Love a milkshake. Love a milkshake. What's your Always. milkshake of choice? Strawberry cheesecake. Oh, from Cookout. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant to say a gingerbread no, milkshake okay. from no, Betsy's Kitchen. <laughs> I wanted to know your cookout milkshake order. Grace, I like, what's I like mint Oreo. Mint Oreo. Yeah. I've recently discovered mint Oreo, and it's really good. It's, mm. it's the best. I do not. I, I need for cookout to have many sizes. True. They yeah. give so much. I can't finish. Never have finished one, ever. I finished all of them. But they still are one. Um, Let me ask each of you, because I just love to hear from people. What is God teaching you in this season? Or maybe in the last season, if you're still reflecting, learning. Yeah. So for me in this season, like I said, I'm in physician assistant school. It's kind of tough. A lot of, we pre- we're in class nine to five, and then I come home for a couple hours. Working that, nine to, to five. five. <laughs> <laughs> Not the harmony, <laughs> I, I can only sing in falsetto. <laughs> the, uh, no, but... Sorry. Oh, you're good. I'm in class nine to five, and then it's very hard not to sing it right then. But then I come home, and, like take a two-hour break, and then I usually study from like seven to 11 or eight to 12 or eight to 11. So, you know, that it's a lot of school right now. I am in a Bible study group with some of my other classmates because we're all kind of going through it together, which is nice because there's no, like, nobody can really know exactly how it is. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like camp. You can't know exactly what it's mm-hmm. like unless you're there, mm-hmm. um, no matter how many people are hyping it up. Yeah, but uh, but in that Bible study group, one of the girls, it's guy and girl. They said uh, something that stuck with me the last like month or two. I've told Grace about it. Uh, she just said, "No, like regardless of the stress and all this, what she's trying to do every day is just when she enters a room, is the room getting more peaceful because she's in it, or is it getting more stressful mm-hmm. because she's in it?" And so that's what through all the school stress and everything, it's like. God's still with us. Mm-hmm. He is like the ultimate peace provider. Mm-hmm. And when I'm walking into the room to school or to hang out with Grace or to the house with the fam, like when I'm walking in, am I making the room more peaceful or am I stressing it out, bringing the emotions we don't need right now? So love that. Bringing peace wherever I go, peace being with me is what I've been working on. Peace be with you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, y'all don't know the response to that. Oh, yeah. And also with you. <laughs> Sorry, it's not that it's life. When I say peace be with you, you should say, and also with you. And also with you. Thank you, Grace. (laughs) She was Methodist for a while. Oh, were you really? (laughs) One of the two. Yeah, Yeah, that's like baby. Yeah, Yeah. baby Methodist. Yeah. Um, I think if you know me, you know that I am a bit of a a stressor. Yeah. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Is Samson making you more peaceful? Uh, huh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know? No, I would say yes. I would say I would say I would say I'm definitely less stressed since we've started dating. Just in terms of like life and school things. Yeah. Like 
my high school self, she was on a, she was on a different level. Of <laughs> we like, don't know that girl of like stress, anxiety. Like yeah. it was, um, but that's just something I've always struggled with. Mm-hmm. So, and also just like never feeling like you're quite enough. Mm-hmm. So I feel like over like, like this summer at camp, we learned like the I am statements of Jesus. That was mm-hmm. like our themes throughout camp. And then I went to this service. It was like the very first week back to school. And like school was like, I've put a lot of like my worth coming from mm-hmm. school. Cause it's always been like the one thing that I've been like, felt like I was really good at mm-hmm. was like school. So I have like a lot of a- big academic validation girl. Yeah. So, um, but I walked in and the whole thing was like, was also on like the I am statements of Jesus, but also just like seeing like who you are in Christ and seeing that like none of your achievements is what achievements is what ultimately like validates you and gives you your worth and so I think that's been like my big thing is just like finding your worth in Jesus and not in like the world and not in school based like Mm -hmm. it really was my main thing because like when I think when you're in it like especially like college it's like that is like your one thing that you are doing like I'm like if I fail at this like not only is that like money that I've Mm -hmm. wasted my parents like that's like you know, I'm not going to go anywhere in life. You know, it's just like, it feels like a lot of pressure. And if you're not succeeding at that, like, what are you doing? And just learning that, like, whether you don't do anything else, like, you're still enough in God's Mm -hmm. eyes. And, like, the only reason that you are doing well is because of him, you know? Because of what he's given you. Because of what he has given you. Like, none of this did you earn yourself. None of the success is ultimately yours. And no amount of it that you can ever get will ever satisfy you Mm -hmm. unless you're you know, he's right there by your side. So, yeah. That'll preach. That'll preach. Mine's <laughs> <laughs> similar. Also, I was just thinking while you're talking, our whole little, I am more than what I get on this. Like, we've talked about before, little mantra. Little mantra uh, yeah. of going to a test. Like, I am more than whatever the grade. Yeah. yeah. I do not get my worth from the grid on this test. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, walking yeah. into something. Anyway, let's remind me that. We've talked about that before. Um, But I would say definitely big picture learning how to trust learning how to trust god in in good and bad not depending on god not depending on myself a little bit of control freak so like i'm telling you what emma we're starting a club because we're the same person (laughs) the podcast listen to your podcast it's different for lots of reasons yeah um no but just like learning how to depend lean on god and not lean on myself seek god and put him first and like that's like big picture overarching and then mm-hmm. like like in this like moment probably more like um like you can always come back to god mm-hmm. there's nothing you could ever do is going to make you irreparable to his grace and that his grace is bigger than any sin you do or any distraction like temptation you fall into and it's not like you're never not you talk like being your worth in christ in one way like here i'm my worth as a person is through your worth in christ but like mm-hmm. like the fact that God loves you enough that you can come to him no mm. matter how shameful you feel about the mm-hmm. stuff you get into and yeah. how far away you get from him. I'm like, yeah. I'm like probably in the middle of learning that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or like top 20% learning that. <laughs> so. mm. Top Good. 20%. Um, so you're obviously learning a lot. And on this podcast, we talk about like valleys and views and everything in between. And I know this year, 
because I mean, this is probably one of the last episodes of the year. So congratulations, finishing strong. (laughs) Um, But we talked a lot about the valleys and things of the sort, like all year long. And I mean, even just within a year, we've talked about the valleys that, I mean, I'm just thinking like me, Allie and Casey, because probably hurt us the most, but like (laughs) even within this year, had little blips of valleys or valleys that have stretched months or even still ongoing years. Um, So like what encouragement would you give to someone who might be in a current valley or maybe ending the year in a valley and thinking like, Oh, I don't want to keep going through this in 2024 or I don't know. What encouragement would you give? Because I feel like when we're in the valley, we need every little thing we can get to help get through. Yeah. Um, somebody else want to go first. You want me to go first? I like the pattern. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was like, I'm on this routine. Kind of generic, but uh, I think about, like a valley is between two views. That's what makes it a valley. Right. So like if you're in the valley, there's a view coming up. You just yeah. got to keep on trucking through the valley. Yeah. And I think also there's just the God of the, I'm, I'm de- it's definitely a song, but like the God on the mountaintops is the God in the valley. That's mm-hmm. definitely a hymn. No, it's, no, yes, yeah, it's a song. It's yeah. Not. The God of the mountain is the, the God, God of the valley. The you the turn graves into gardens. No, that's the different song, but it is. Okay, sorry. Anyway, anyway, this is the same God, and yeah. he's still with us, and we gross, like we've all experienced it in some way or another, we grow so much mm-hmm. from yeah. our valleys, so when we go, I'm seeing the hands again, I'm really talking Go for it, Sam. But we grow so much in those valleys that like, the the hike back up, I mean, think about when you're going on a hike, like the hike up is yeah. what you're there for, then the view is like fantastic, yeah. it's like yeah. you're learning so much as you're going, and it's just there's another view coming up, and God's with you through it, and you're going to be a better person at the next view than you were the view behind you, like yeah. you're, you're getting it. So, I don't know. There, it's 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 not forever. It's not forever. There's yeah. something up ahead. That literally, right before y'all got here, I was having a moment and had to throw myself in prayer closet. Shocker, <laughs> um, but I I was just praying about like me and Samantha have been talking about process a lot, and I had this really cool moment with a client today. Um, and we were talking about process, and so I had to. No, I, I have no idea what you do for a job, by the way. Like, wh- what are the clients? Uh, so I work <laughs> for a um, um, an investment firm, oh, cool. and clients have money with us. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't, don't want to like, tell fine. you that's exactly enough. where I work on the that, podcast. That's enough. I was yeah. yeah. Like, um, so anyways, but right before y'all came, I was like having a little moment, and I'm like, all right, I got to get my heart and mind right before they get here, so let me get in here for a second. Um but I, I was just like, Lord, like strengthen me. Like, that's just what I kept praying. And I had this moment. I was like, I, I always ask for God to strengthen me, but rarely do I want to go through the fire to be strengthened. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I like, I pray for this all the time. And then I meep about going through what I'm going through and the process and whatever. Like, Allie, come on now. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, the, the Valley is, is very difficult, but I like what you said. There is a view up ahead. It's coming. Mm. It's coming. Yeah. And as I am a, I don't know if anyone else here is a chronic overthinker. I'm a chronic overthinker. So when I do get into like a Valley, I'm gonna, the, the downward spiral of thoughts is just gonna like, it'll keep me going like. Like one little thing will happen and I'll be like, 
oh, like the whole, it's like the whole world is ending and it's like the smallest little thing and it'll just like send me on this downward spiral. So I think one thing I'm trying to learn is like how to stop the negativity before it like sends me back, like crashing back down again. Mm -hmm. So like just trying to find like, even if like you are in a valley, like trying to find the little like things that are good always Mm -hmm. Cause I struggle to do that sometimes and I'll mm-hmm. just get to be in this really like negative and it's never about like anyone else. It's always just about oh, me yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I'm like trying to be a negative person. It's just mm-hmm. like me thinking of myself negatively. Mm-hmm. So just like, that's something I'm trying to learn, which would be really helpful if I go through another valley, which will ultimately happen. Oh, for sure. Ultimately it's going to happen. And then the other thing that me and Emma have talked about is we were like, we're like, we feel like things have been going too well for <laughs> oh a little bit too long. And you're like, this is, you sucks. know, that, you know, that feeling where you're just like, oh no, like this is, and I think it's just like, we're about to hit the fan. Like, we're like, oh no, things are about, things are about to go bad again. And like, I think that's such a, it's the way we all think, but it, trying to get out of that like way of thinking. Things are too good right like, now. Things are too good right now. Like, yeah. the, we shouldn't be thinking like that. Like, just trying to live in the moment and trying to learn from what God is teaching us in every season. Mm-hmm. And, not just like being like oh like I don't know like not being fully like where your feet are planted I yeah. feel like is like mm-hmm. something that like is just helpful wherever you are it doesn't even matter if you're in a valley or in a view I feel like yeah. that's helpful there is um a book that's been in my Amazon cart for a while it's called every season sacred mm-hmm. and something you just said reminded me of that but that reminded me that I need to order it because it's <laughs> like a good book um but and then you said something about being in the valley like when you get into these um like negative mindsets mm-hmm. and you're definitely not alone. I would say probably all five of us sitting in the room right now do the same thing, mm-hmm. but kind of with that, like what I'm learning is that when I get in those moments, I mean, I had a moment like this yesterday and I'm like making up all these mm-hmm. things in my head and I'm like, okay, that is not real. That yeah. is not truth. That is not fact that never happened. Yeah. And where do we know that that comes from? It comes from the enemy. And yeah. so I think one thing that's been helpful for me is in those moments, like, Hey, that is not from the Lord. Mm-hmm. That is not true. And um, yesterday, it kind of sent me like I, I felt myself like within five minutes going oh, yeah. in that spiral. Oh like yeah, you, you feel about. yourself. No, like, you're like you're like yes, it, everything will be fine, and then you'll be like, it's and just it's like, like one little teeny yeah. tiny trigger, mm-hmm. and you're like that should not have done yeah. that. <laughs> and so I think the enemy definitely plays off that, and he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I've got you with this one little thing. Let's just keep on going. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday legitimately at my counter eating lunch and like within five minutes felt myself I'm like oh god but then I got to this point I'm like nope not true not fact and I'm Mm -hmm. like you know what this isn't even my battle like Mm -hmm. why am I even thinking about this or worrying about it because this is and I thought about it this way and I don't know a lot about chess but I'm like I'm the pawn here like I don't know if that makes (laughs) sense but like the enemy and the lord this is their battle and I'm just in between Mm -hmm. um I don't know what a pawn is in chess, but it feels that way. And like you, oh, yeah. you know, the cartoon of like the angel and the devil on your mm-hmm. shoulder and whatever, um, kind of what it feels like. But I just went to that scripture. Um, can't tell you what it is off the top of my head, but the, basically like the battle is not, it's not between flesh and blood. Like it's not between you and your mind or yourself, or it's not between you and other people or anything else. It's literally between God and the enemy. And the fact of the matter is that they are both fighting over you all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And who are you going to let win? Is that like well, in Ecclesiastes 6? It, it is, Emma. Ecclesiastes yeah. 6, 1. Yeah, 
I, I, uh, is that a one? Yeah. No. Is that, I, you know what? If it, it is actually my lock screen right now, but I wouldn't know that because my bedtime timer has already come on. Um, or we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And you're right. It's, it's Ephesians six twelve. Ephesians. I mean, you Ephesians, had to eat. It, I mean, Ephesians, it works. It works. No, it's like my the Bible study I do with my friends. We. Simultaneously, we've been doing Ephesians. Mm-hmm. We've been doing Ephesians all semester. Yeah. So, like, I, my brain's good. doing Ephesians. Yeah. And then at the same time, our club simultaneously is also doing Ephesians. So we've just had a double dose of Ephesians, like, every yeah. week. Yeah. And then also the church we went to also taught about Ephesians. So, Ephesians? like, it's, I'm like, it's Ephesians 6. <laughs> <laughs> you should be spending time in Ephesians. Yeah. yeah. We, six oh, chapters. We've spent time in Ephesians. There's so <laughs> much so to awesome. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, I just kept repeating, like, this is, like, for an hour. This is not my battle. This is not my battle. This is not my battle. So that, that was like really helpful for me. Um, and something else you said about like going through the valley, like looking for the beautiful things and like Mm -hmm. in the moment, like the whole reason that this podcast is named Valley and view is because I had this, like my favorite place in Yosemite is called Valley view. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I have a picture and like when last year around this time, actually, um, that like we were getting started and everything, looking at that picture, it's like, yeah, you were in a valley. And like you said, Samson, there's a big old mountain over here and a big old mountain over here. But in the valley, like there are still like beautiful flowers and streams and Mm -hmm. babbling brook and like all these pretty things in the Mm -hmm. valley. If you actually look for them and Mm -hmm. don't get stuck in the mindset, like, Oh, I'm in the bottom here. Um, lots of thoughts as you were just saying all that. (laughs) Good stuff. Also lots of thoughts on my part. I just, cause I was just thinking about when you're in the valley, it's just, you Personally, it's very isolating. Like, mm-hmm. A, you isolate yes. yourself from others. And mm-hmm. then, even if you're not isolating yourself from others, you feel very emotionally slash spiritually isolated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going through the same things that people are going through. Yeah. I have it worse. I have it. They're, they don't even get it. They won't understand. They'll think yeah. I'm crazy. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, it's just, it's bigger than them or mm-hmm. something like that. And just, like, I've, I guess I've just learned that, when you're feeling isolated, if feeling isolated from God, like you're not seeing him, I've learned if you want to see God, you have to seek God. And mm-hmm. like the more you seek him, the more you see him. And this made me think when Grace was talking, realizing how purposeful everything, like every moment of your life is and how mm-hmm. God puts you places and mm-hmm. seeking him, you'll see him more. And mm-hmm. when you see him more, it's, it just becomes easier to trust him mm-hmm. because it's hard to trust someone you don't really see a lot, yeah. someone mm-hmm. you don't talk to a lot. So it's like, making him your coping strategy like oh like you're talking about like how to finding a way to stop when you start mm-hmm. those like like the first thing that came to my mind was like your red flag when, how what do you see when you see the red flag you know you need to turn back yeah, yeah. and I'm like what are you turning to when you're turning back because yeah. I know I just I turn to my phone a lot yeah and like it's a very good you know how I I know I like a part of me knows if I want to not feel anything for a while yep. go look at my phone mm-hmm. but I'm like oh what you really should be doing you should be giving those things to God. Mm-hmm. I, after listening to y'all's podcast and after the summer, I started like journaling my prayers and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I told Grace, like, oh, I need to go do that. I need to yeah. do this because I know getting it out and giving it to God, that way I don't have to carry it. Yeah. And then I, you don't get into that mindset of woe is me. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. alone with myself in this. And, and you're also not getting yourself into the place of turning to things other than God to deal with right. your things. And I, I don't know how helpful that is when you're in the valley, but you know, it, it, it can good. be helpful yeah. on the hike up, you yeah, know, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it can definitely be hard to 
choose those things yeah. in the valley, but like we, we have a choice, mm-hmm. like everything that we touch and every moment that we have, like it's a choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I did the same exact thing this morning on during my quiet time. Like I've been really bad the past few days of like getting up for quiet time. I get up at 5 a.m. and I'm like sitting here drinking my coffee and like my Bible sitting there, but I'll get on my phone and I'll, I'll go to check the verse of the day. And then somehow I end up in my email and then on Pinterest. And next thing I know it's six o'clock and I'm like, what did I just do for an hour? But this morning, <laughs> I know, I'll, but this morning it was like exactly what you said, an active choice. Like I, I wanted to just kind of like look at my phone and I literally reached for it. And in that moment, I'm like, no, let me at least like just journal some, th- get some thoughts out first. Mm-hmm. And then I got done with that. I went for my phone again. I was like, let me do one more thing. And so uh, in the Valley, it can be hard when you're feeling all the things and feeling the weightiness and the heaviness of, of some things. And you just want to numb out and mm-hmm. check out. Yeah. Uh, thousand percent do that but I have seen the fruitfulness of when I make the choice to pursue God and be like okay this is going to be hard and I'm going to have to deal with it but let's do it let's see what happens and see where it goes but yeah love what you said (laughs) do you need to say something out (laughs) spin the mic I don't know if I need to but I was just thinking about it as you were talking to and sort of Going back to just, again, the connection between the three of y'all in the different ways, it's been cool, but kind of this concept of if you're headed into the new year in a valley or you're trying to get out of a valley, um, like the community piece. Mm-hmm. So you saying yes. specifically, I, I told Grace, I'm going to go journal about this. I know that's what I need to do. Going and journaling about that, taking it to the Lord, huge. Mm-hmm. Going and journaling about it, taking it to the Lord, and also telling someone that you've chosen to actively step into this practice of community with when y'all do your little FaceTimes slash Mm -hmm. podcasts. Um, (laughs) Seriously, that's so important. And I think if we want to go back to the metaphor of, you know, a valley being settled in between, you know, two high views, two mountains, whatever, Mm -hmm. light is going to be less likely to be there or it's going to be there less often. And I think that that is so important, important. And I know Betsy and I in various things, I mean, even in, you know, Samantha talked on one of the most recent podcasts about her kind of recent season of some anxiety and, um, Betsy and Casey, she was talking, Samantha was talking to me about it and I pulled Betsy and Casey in and I was like, Mm -hmm. y'all, I just got to just talk to Samantha. Like she needs some community. I, I know I don't got what I, I don't have enough. I don't got what <laughs> I, don't, I, don't got no, no, no. <laughs> I don't have what she needs right now. Like I don't have the ability to give her what she needs in this season, but I know that y'all have a lot of wisdom. You can speak into it. And so like Samantha and Betsy have been talking a lot more over the last few weeks than Samantha and I have. And it's just like, there is such power in community, mm-hmm. but also there is, so much power in recognizing that there is power in community mm-hmm. and then taking the step of action into that. Because again, if you're going back to the metaphor, it's like, okay, we're in a valley, we're in a dark place. Hey, Bets, can you hold this flashlight for me? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah. Emma, can you can you light the fire over there? Mm-hmm. And can all of a sudden hand? you yeah. see what's in front of you and you mm-hmm. know how to approach it. You know how to attack it. I mean, I know on the podcast I've talked about when we did our first episode, I was very much on the you know, coming out of a really long couple of years of a valley type of thing I'd never experienced in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, um, still something that I'm working through. And even just this week, like I 
you know, told Betsy and Casey and Crimson pieces of that that I hadn't even said to them yet. And like, I already have felt that that weight shift. Like there has been light interjected mm-hmm. into that mm-hmm. valley. That's the things that are lingering, the darkness that's still lingering. So I just think it's so powerful. And like, y'all know that, like I can tell from your interactions, mm-hmm. you know, the power in that, but I just, I just felt like it was important to explicitly say like, there is so much power in finding that community, whether or not you have it. Like I'm so grateful that I have, I feel like I have it in multiple realms of my world like multiple corners I can go to multiple people um but y'all are stepping into it again you're you're 19 and you're weekly hopping on this call and the motivation for right. it was because you felt convicted that everyone should be mentor and mentored and mentoring and mm-hmm. like you're 19 like yeah. it's huge but like I'm telling you it doesn't it doesn't make the valleys go away it doesn't make them mm-hmm. non-existent mm-hmm. it doesn't even make them shorter necessarily but it does bring that light in it yeah. brings other people's skill sets it brings Betsy, one of the things she said to me when I shared some of my stuff with her last week, she's like, I've been praying. I'm sorry if I butcher it. You can correct me. But yeah. she basically said, yeah, no, I spent some pray- some time praying that I could be in this season like the wholehearted or the, the healthy heart the healthy friend. Heart friend. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so let me be that for you. And I'm going to cry again. But and so like that's <laughs> seriously like it's such a cool and important thing. And like I think obviously we know God designed us to be in community. Yep. So when mm-hmm. we lean even just the tiniest bit into it, He's going to show up in all the ways that we've spoken out loud today, but also all the ways that we haven't spoken out loud, but we know and all the ways that we're yet to discover. And it's just super, super powerful. So that would be my thing going into the new year. If you're in a valley valley or any point in your life, find community, whether it means that you call somebody up and say, Hey, can we do this? Whether it means you start going to a new church, whether it means that you get plugged in somewhere, like start somewhere because it's huge. Like it it is life changing. I mean, it's like one thing to take it to the Lord but like you just said he designed us for community and what wait what's Casey's phrase do the best you have with oh, what yes, in the yeah. season that you're in uh, anyways Knowing the season's gonna change. yeah whatever but I will just say like that is something that I've been praying for the past couple months to be the healthy heart friend like it's a post-it note on my prayer wall and like but there have definitely been seasons that ain't me like two years ago. And I told Allie this, I was like, you were that for me. And so that's the cool thing about community is like, usually when one, I mean, granted you can both be down at the same time, but you still have each other. Mm -hmm. We were in a season like that, but also there have been seasons where I wasn't that person and I was that person for me or vice versa. And just having that community of like, like you said, shining, bringing the little bit of light into it. And I even texted Al something yesterday and I was like, listen, I just need to tell you this. I don't need you to respond. I, j- I know I need a therapist, but also as my best friend, I need you to know, like, yeah. this is where I'm at. And I didn't respond. And she didn't respond. But I know. I guess in my personal experience, it's a lot easier to not cross the line you draw for yourself if someone mm-hmm. else knows is there. Girl. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I just remember, like, the I think our first podcast of December, I'm like, Grace. November was not good. This, <laughs> Are you to call it a podcast again? Yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> like, Grace, November was not good. This is me acknowledging and telling you that November was not good. Yeah. And I want December to be better. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So. Check, so and accountability. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Check yeah. out Heights and Hollows. Heights and Hollows? Heights and Hollows instead of Valley <laughs> Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's the Randolph County version. Yeah, it's Hollows the opposite of Heights. Hollers. 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 Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Heights um, and hollers. Sorry. I think going off that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Okay, going going off of that one. There's a lot. I mean, there's so much scripture backing it up. Yes. Know, super paraphrased, but like iron sharpens iron, mm-hmm. or the like a single cord's easily broken. Work Ecclesiastes three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, separately, thinking off that, I'm thinking, what does it look like to be like another community member, mm-hmm. like in somebody's community? And I was so I'm, obviously I'm thinking about Emma and Grace, and so Emma being like a brother, like obviously she's not gonna come to me for like all the things. Like mm-hmm. There's difference there but obviously I'm always here for anything she needs but but um so obviously though Grace she come like she tells me all the things so for me I'm thinking what does it look like for me to be in a support system in her community when she's going through something mm-hmm. yeah and I, I think I think Ev talked about it too but I'm th- thinking like a lot of times for me I'm like I need to fix this like Grace is yeah. struggling with this how can I fix it and obviously she'll fuss at me then it's like you can't fix this right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, by like, I need to fix this. What can I do to make this better? And that's just not a, as a fellow believer, I also should know, like yeah. I do know, but it's easy to fall into that. Like there's not, there's no way that I or her or am like, none of us can fix it. It's God who can fix yeah. what we're going through in that moment or get it. It's ultimately, that's what it is. If you're in a valley, it's God who's going to get you out of the valley, but mm-hmm. it's your decision to let him get you out the valley. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's, what I was, that's just all I was thinking over here is like, how often do I, am I not a good piece of iron to sharpen against, mm-hmm. I guess? How often am I not what I need to be in those different communities? And uh, yeah, so think on the other end of ways we can we can support and point others back to God, you know, point, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but yeah, we, okay. we need to, we are the support system for other people and we can provide that growth and strength by helping them with their relationship with God, I guess. Yeah. It's a little different in a relationship, yeah. but I don't well, know. Well, I was just, I was about to go on, I was going to say something about, like, how, like, when I met you, it was at such a good time because it was, it was, like, right before I had my first summer working at camp, and it was, I, I, I was it was the darkest time of my life. Like, it was yeah. terrible. Like, it was, I was graduating high school, and, like, it was, just a lot of things happened in my senior year that were really, really tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so going into camp, I was at all-time lowest. And, you know, that community built me up so much. But also that summer was the summer that I met Samson. I knew him, but I didn't, I didn't know him. I did not know her. Yeah, he didn't remember <laughs> me from high school, but it's okay. He was a really cool senior, and I was not. So Wait, it's did you fine. go to PG? Yeah. Oh, we went to the that. same. She was a freshman. Yeah, we went to the same high school. He didn't remember me. Well, Gracie Simpson. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, but, like. I think you were at such, you came along at such a good time because, you know, not that you, it wasn't you that, you know, pulled me up, like it was yeah. ultimately God, but you were such a good support system and you were such like a person that I could go to that I actually trusted, which I never really had before, which was just so helpful to like help me navigate all that big, heavy stuff that was in my life. And so I'm just really thankful for that. I'm just Aww. such a, Thank yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think you're very good. I think you're very good at being a, being a support person, a supporting person and being a good person Thank in people's you. communities. So. Thank you. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about you too, it. You're, you too, not, of course. <laughs> you're not doing it well. <laughs> well, and I also, <laughs> I also think it's important to recognize like we don't like sort of going back to what we were saying. You don't always have to be yeah. the one doing yeah. it well. You have to be honest about mm-hmm. where you're at. Yeah. Like sure. if there have, and I, this is something I'm definitely learning, but like if someone comes to me and they need something from me, it is so much more loving for me to say, I love you. I know I can't really step into this space right now, but you know what? Betsy can, you know what? Mm-hmm. So-and-so can, you know what? I can pray. 
and tell them what you tangibly can yeah. do than mm-hmm. to, and Lord knows, Lord knows we have been learning this for a long time and are still learning that. But like, you don't always have, your, your iron's not always going to be the sharpest and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. But it's just like, and I think that that's why it's so important to, to have, again, the, the community to bounce off of for is sure. because as individuals, we're, there are going to be seasons when we're weaker. There are going to be seasons when we can't be the one actively going up and clashing up against the iron and making the friction mm-hmm. happen. Someone's going to have to come up to us. Betsy's going to have to come as the healthy heart friend, and she's going to have to strike my iron until your girl <laughs> gets it together or at yeah. least a semblance of it, you know? So it's just like I think that that is one thing about Christianity that is so hard to navigate, and we will always be figuring out how to do it well or better, is yeah. that this belief that just because we know who God is and we believe who he is and we trust him mm-hmm. and we're working to be more and more that way – does not mean that we have it all figured out, does not mean that we can't Mm -hmm. feel weak, does not mean Mm -hmm. that we can't feel broken, does not mean that we can't feel like we can take on whatever we're being asked to take on. It does mean that we're, it it almost in a sense is, is the whole point. Like we're acknowledging we can't do any of it Mm -hmm. without him. And like, it is a hard line to walk though of like that genuine humility and leaning on him versus like this expectation that if we say we're a believer, we're supposed to yeah. There's so many things in people's minds that it feels like we're supposed to be. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that that's just important to acknowledge that, yeah, Samson, you are very good at that. Mm-hmm. I have even, you've been that for me too. But it's okay when there's times when you can't be. Yeah. yeah. I think it's definitely, like, it is our worldly, like, sin nature, pride. I know, yeah. it's, like, you've been the same. You're such a help to so many people. It's the same thing, like, you want to be everything. And I think that's why, like, why that verse has three chords is still better mm-hmm. than two. Because mm-hmm. there's always... Like I'm not perfect, so yeah. Grace also has Emma here, and Grace also mm-hmm. has, the, and I also mm-hmm. have you, you, and you, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's the more, to an extent, the merrier, as long as they're good. <laughs> yeah, I think we've been talking like a lot about valleys, and I think it's important to consider too, like even if you got yourself in that valley, or it's just like a. I don't know, uh, an effect of coming down off of a view. Like, mm. it doesn't matter how you got to the valley, but you're there, you're there now. Yeah. And, like, mm. I think it's important to remember that whether you caused it, somebody else caused it, or, you know, honestly, sometimes God takes us through it, mm. you know? And mm. I, I know I've said this on the podcast before, but I think about Jonah, and, like, like he he ran away from God, and he found himself in the belly of a fish, and that was not a great place to be I if Jonah was here right now, I would be willing to bet he would say that's a valley. Like, wasn't a great place to be. But, like, Scripture says that God sent the fish to swallow him. And so I, I always go back to that. Like, I have to consider what the alternative would be. And I know I've said that before. But, like, I genuinely, when I'm going through these hard seasons and things like that, and it didn't go the way that I expected or the way that I wanted it to, or I was blatantly disobedient, like, I find myself in this valley, but... I think it's important to kind of trace back, like, how did I get my, or how did I, how, how do I find myself here? And is this God's provision for me? Is it his protection? Is it my own doing? And now I'm having to deal with it and going like trying to get back to the Lord or whatever, but it doesn't matter how you find yourself in the Valley. God is in the Valley. And that's yeah. something mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, like what we're learning kind of in this season in the past couple of weeks, I've just really been learning, or I guess so solidifying the idea and actually believing it. Like, God is with me. He goes before me. He's behind me. Like he is all around me. And I know that's something that we throw out a lot, but like genuinely the past couple of weeks, I'm just like, 
no, like you're, you're already there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you see me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Mm -hmm. I think that in the Valley conversation, that's also important to, to throw out there. Love. You need some water. I do. I really do. I've tried. I've tried to be quiet. Yeah, we we don't have a soundproof table. <laughs> We're a medium budget podcast. Um, last question for y'all. Um, because we, me and Al and Case just did our end of the year wrap up, which this episode will actually come out before <laughs> that three part series. Um, but we are just very hopeful and expectant <laughs> about some things in 2024. Mm-hmm. And um, are there any ways that you are hopeful and expectant in the new year as we're getting into it? Or any like big goals, dreams, anything you want to learn? Hmm. <laughs> I'm sure there are lots of things I'm looking forward to. <laughs> right now, school is a lot. So PA school is two years of just every day. So next year is our big year of rotations and stuff so it's a lot but then when i'm done i will be almost a pa oh wait what happens after that it goes till june of the next year so doing what more rotations Uh. (laughs) so yeah so but regardless so i guess uh one just i should be a whole lot smarter like you're hopeful of being smarter i'm I'm hoping my education is wisdom yeah growing but also just um I think the start of school, it's been a lot, it's been very easy to get distracted, not distracted because it's important. I'm yeah. doing what I'm doing, but to, at the beginning, I'm going in right off camp. I was doing really good, like in the word every day, like you mm-hmm. should be. There's definitely been some, <laughs> definitely some slacking. If you, I was going through all of Psalms was my goal. I'm like every morning I'm doing oh, awesome. a chapter of Psalms and I'll tell you, there's been more than like 30 days I've been in school and there's 30 chapters with notes written next to So, <laughs> you know, but, um, so yeah, maybe just being more consistent. And in that, and finding more ways to, not more ways, but being more in, intentional, like we talked mm-hmm. about earlier, more intentional about like growing daily in the word or growing cl- closer to God. I feel like if you're not growing closer, you're kind of sliding back away from. Yeah. So uh, growing closer daily despite school or even or through school, with mm-hmm. school, whatever that looks like. Yeah, that's a balance I find really difficult too. Just like, I feel like when I'm at home in my quiet time in the morning and when I finally get home at night, like when I'm by myself in my car driving, like I'm talking to the Lord, I'm listening to worship music and I feel close. But as soon as I get in the office or as soon as I'm, you know, going to dinner with my parents or whatever, like it's, I have such a hard time of just like being with him always and like mm-hmm. communicating, you know, communicating and I don't know, I, I'm definitely yeah. a, what what's the phrase? Uh, what's Annie Annie F Downs's phrase? Both. And or or both and both and I'm not a both and no that's yes not and. yes and I don't remember but anyways all I'm saying is like when when I'm in those other segment like, segmenting life seg- kinda, yes yeah. yes uh separating yeah. it's very much separation compa- that's that's the word English teacher Miss Hilton compartmentalizing I'm really bad at that compartmentalizing like my time with God and when I'm like you're bad in the way that you compartmentalize too much yes yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. so yeah when I'm like in the office or doing something else or just like throughout my regular day I find it really hard to remember to stop and pray I forget who it was somebody recently was talking about like consistently praying all day long um but like that's difficult 
I don't know. I just always feel like I have to get away to mm-hmm. like be able to focus on God for some reason. I get that. I told Grace when I started my journal praying, I'm like, no, I, it has benefited me so much, but at the same time, it. it feels like I, like I can't just casually pray. You right. Know? Yeah. yeah. So I was like finding a balance between that. Hey, you want to know something cool that I've been doing? Journal praying. So we've been doing it, me and Al have been doing it for a long time. And I would just say, going back in your journals can be really awesome to see how your prayers have been answered. And also it can be really cringy, but humbling, humbling capital H. Um, but the other thing, because I got to that point too, cause I'm like, where's my journal? Like I need to write this down or I'm going to forget shocker. Um, but I've been using my notes app as like a journal on my phone. So I will mm-hmm. like do that throughout the day, just like little quick short prayers. And like for specific people, I just have like running list and we'll date like when I pray those specific things. So Take There's it. an option. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Free tip. <laughs> no, I'll charge you. Voice memos also. Y'all senior year. Oh. Did you? Oh, girl. Our yeah. senior year, and you need to pull out all the stops. Well, we were in the, the thick of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes if I was like driving. If you're going to talk, swing the microphone. <laughs> no, no, no. Voice memos are an option. Allie says nice. voice memos are an option. If you didn't hear. You can hear me. I'm <laughs> so, um, Grace. Uh. Okay. I think just in general, this coming up here, I just want to, like, your podcast that was talking about, like, get your hopes up, mm-hmm. was, like, the one that really spoke to me. Your freaking hopes up. Freaking hopes up. <laughs> get your freaking Sorry. hopes up. I just want to, I think I just want to be more hopeful about, mm-hmm. like, what God has in store for next year, because I think a lot of the times, just, like, I just kind of, like, put him in a box and put myself in a box of yeah. what I can do. And, you know, like, what I'm capable of and, like, what he can use me to do. And so I just, I want to, like, not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I also want to stop, like, I don't know. I really want to stop hating on myself so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's, like, a really big goal because I do it so much and I feel like it limits, it limits God because mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. like, I'm, yeah. by hating on myself, I'm hating on his creation. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's something that. I think is so harmful because I do it daily and I'm not even thinking about how harmful it really is yeah. and how much yeah. freer I would be if I just said like, God, you can use me to do so many cool things. Mm-hmm. Use me. Don't let my insecurities get in the way. And just like, kind of like not trying to like put him in a box, put myself mm-hmm. in a box and just yeah. being more hopeful for what could happen next I year. I love that. Yeah. One of my biggest, uh, I'm losing all my words. It's 8.50. This is bedtime. Um, <laughs> but the, the God in the box thing, that is something I'm really mm-hmm. bad at too. Putting yep. God in a box. Allie will testify. Mm-hmm. Testify. <laughs> <laughs> but even like as over the past year, I've been working to like not put God in a box and take him out of the box. I still find myself putting him in a bucket. And it's like, I'm still containing him. He's a little more free, but I'm like, no, I got to get rid of all containers. And I don't honestly know how to do that. So when you figure it out, let me know. Okay. <laughs> We're working on it. 2024. 2024. We're starting a club. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love everything you said. And honestly, same. But, but also, I just really love how you framed the question. Hope slash expectant because it's that take the hope we've talked about before. Yeah. Which I learned about at camp number one and mm-hmm. has stuck with me continuously. Yeah. Whenever you talk about hope on your podcast, <laughs> but um, I would say working on spiritual discipline, mm-hmm. learning what the, like mm-hmm. daily seeking God looks like, because yeah. 
even at what's been my best so far, I still haven't really done that outside of camp. So like working on doing that and like developing that, I know that's something that it's easier to develop once you're already doing it. So, you know, get into that. I, that's mm-hmm. a goal. And then I might regret this later, but like, I'd like to see um, my struggles change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like maybe something I struggle with now or not be the thing I struggle with for a yeah. while. Yeah. And that <laughs> might good. bite me in the butt, but you know, that's okay. That's very helpful. But, and then also just being used by God in different ways because working at camp number one this past summer totally changed my outlook. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not going to look like a second time, you mm-hmm. know? And just like seeing how he'll bring new things out of me this yeah. next new year. So Some new wine. I sang that song at church <laughs> <laughs> last week, like a month ago, last month. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. In right. the Baptist church, they sang new wine. I, I had to have a, there. That, uh, was, that was something. Yeah. Baptist church sang new wine. I had to, the pastor had to give a little preface to us singing the song. <laughs> he, he was a big supporter, though. He, he was really a supporter. Wait, what was his preface? What did he say? Uh, he, he, he read the verses to go along with the song <laughs> yeah. about the new wine sleeve or whatever. Well, but yeah. I don't actually know the verses. No, but I heard it at the church I go to at school, and I'm like, I want to sing this. I would say that's a very good song to sum up my year, personally. Yeah, in the crushing and the pressing, he is making new one. It was like a whole thing. (laughs) It was a whole thing. (laughs) There have been several, like, phrases tonight. I'm like, put that on a t-shirt. I can't remember the other ones, but that one, put it on a t-shirt. It was a whole thing. I'm listening to him. I feel like half the things she was saying, I'm like, no. I would, she would wear that sweatshirt if I bought it for her. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty introspective person, so <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a word. That's not a word. It keeps introspective. going. Introspective. Introspective. Introspective and reflective, which I love. Put it on a t-shirt. Pretty true. He's the one who told me that. I did not claim that until he's like, Emma, you're telling me parts of stories that I didn't need to know. And I'm like, it was important to me. Who? <laughs> you. Oh. It's like... You th- he said, I quote, you think a lot about things. And I'm like, yeah. That sums yeah. up most of the people in this room. <laughs> oh, I would me. for sure. I'm an overthinker. Yeah. You said you were an overthinker. Oh, yeah. Are you an overthinker, Emma? Samson? Not as much as, not compared to the people in this room. <laughs> Maybe in life, but not compared to the people in this room. <laughs> How are you? You're a deep thinker. I've had would a co- you say an overthinker? Mm-hmm. Okay. With with Allie and Grace, I've had the conversation of there's times where I'm just not thinking, yeah. and both of them. This ha- is the craziest thing. Caleb told to me. us that. This so is the craziest thing to me. Yeah, there's. I don't understand. There's times <laughs> where I'm just like chilling, no <laughs> thoughts. Never once. Coming, never then, once been chill. But Grace <laughs> and Allie and now Emma all have just like they are always. Yes. Thinking. And I, I don't think, but don't share most of what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. I overthink worse than any. I probably overthink worse than you. I overthink I and overshare, so. <laughs> I should share more, probably. I share more than I think. Yeah. What you gonna do? But t- tell me about like when you're not thinking about anything. Like, like what? It's just nothing. It's just nothing. Just, yeah. What do you it do? Sitting. I don't need. The only time I experienced that was the flat lines. What? I shouldn't have said that because now I have to explain it. Huh? Even then, different. You were hearing from the Lord. I know, right? But it was still... Um, <laughs> he was thinking for Nothing you. going on up here until it was. Huh. Yeah. No, I, okay, so... If, I can't imagine. I didn't actually flatline and die. So, Allie and I... There was a season, a short season. Yeah. You've talked about it on the podcast, have I? right? 
I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Have talked about the fat ones? I don't know what you're no talking about. There's like five episodes I haven't watched yet, so if it's one of those five, oh. they're randomly throughout. I don't think I have, Al. In a whole I think I've like it's comes up in every conversation we have. There's no way we have. I think I vaguely boy. mentioned it. Anyways, there was a season in like November 2019 where like every day for like 30 days I was just like very clearly hearing from the Lord, but it would start out as like I would sit down and do my quiet time and pray, and like the first day that it happened I'm like, "Oh, that was weird." And then it continued to happen, but literally I would be praying and like there was nothing, like nothing going on in my brain and after a few days of it happening, I'm like, I'm going to try to think about something because that is totally not mm-hmm. a thing for us <laughs> girls. Like we always think, and even when I pray, like there's things going on in the background. Mm-hmm. And so when I was experiencing this, I would like actively try to like think about things and recall things and nothing would come. And then anyways, that's kind of how the Lord like spoke to me and like would give me these phrases. And then it came a whole collective thing. And we just started referring to them as the flat lines because that's kind of what it felt like. Um, so yeah, there that was that. That's so cool. peaceful. Oh, <laughs> that was anything but peaceful. We'll oh. talk about it later. No. She, she said that really nonchalantly, but I can tell you there was nothing <laughs> nonchalant about that season. Nonchalant, nor, but nor the impacts of the flatlines post yeah. November 2019. Mm-hmm. We're, we're still wrestling with them singly. Still wrestling. 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 <laughs> Anyways, I guess we'll end. Get her a singlet. I wrestled in middle school. <laughs> if you had wrestled in high school. Oh, I know what you just... mean by singlet now. <laughs> yeah, that's what you wear. There's one thing I can not take yearbook photos of. Not the singlet. I took all of them for yearbook. Yeah, thank you. Okay, anyways. Um, anything that you haven't said that you want to say on your very first episode of Valley and View? This is fun. It goes quick. Yeah, yeah. I know. How long have we been recording now? Fun. 140. <gasps> 140. Whoa. I was going to say to y'all, y'all, like we talked about it, but y'all don't get it. Like how big of an influence and how like, how important your thoughts are. Like in my little weekly Bible with my friends, I'm regurgitating. Them. <laughs> <laughs> so the stuff I hear. So like y'all are just, that's I tell you a little starstruck because like put y'all up on a little pedestal in my head. So like. <laughs> So like, you, yeah, yeah, but you know, that's how it feels. But y'all just feel good about yourselves. So. <laughs> well, honestly, it's all the Lord because <laughs> this podcast would not be possible. Um, but I Maybe appreciate it. I bet it, you saw it with your own two eyes. You want you viewers? Video it, throw it on TikTok. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think, like, people who listen who don't know us, like, imagine? You know what? You need to... (laughs) We'll just put it in the middle of us. Because I am echoing a lot. Whenever we have an episode with Crimson, Uh that should be the first recording. (laughs) Because that right there guaranteed to be some entertainment. That's true. Oh, my gosh. The original gig. (laughs) Wait, what does gig mean again? Good intention guy or good intention guy. Oh, yeah, wow. There's just well, unfortunately, more good intention But we're hopeful and expectant for some gigs yeah, yeah, yeah. in 2024. They, they do exist. They do exist. Look, here's one in our midst. And we had one. God, they just did the cutest little handshake. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to love it because it made such a terrible racket on the mic. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, friends. <laughs> didn't think there'd be a sound. It's okay. It's okay. It was really um, cute. I'm so cute. <laughs> anyways. Good time to end this. 
Yeah, let's roll it out. All right. Thanks for joining. We'll see you on the next one. Cue music. Bye.